irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to the Power of Love Radio Show, only on LA Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power of Love Radio Show, sponsored by the Dee Dee Jackson Foundation. We are here to provide hope, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in their grief. I am TJ Jackson, and with me I have two of my brothers, uh, Terrell Jackson. Hello, everyone. And Taj Jackson. Hello. Taj. <laughs> and, then, and then we have a special guest, a very special guest. Not only is he our pops, but he's a, a Rock and Roll Hall of Famer. Aren't you? That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> we have Papa Hello. T, Tito Hello, Jackson. Out there. Pops, what? Your, your mic's pretty low. Both huh? our mics yeah, are well. low. Well, he's trying to turn us down, Pops. Oh, See? really? Yeah, he likes oh. to be louder than that. Terry Amo's got to be up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pops, thanks for, for coming on the show with us and doing it. We've been wanting you to be part of this show for a long time. So. Well, it's quite, quite uh, different being... Uh, interviewed by just by your son so i'm very interested in how how this flow you've never been interviewed <laughs> in this way by us have you no i haven't first well we'll go easy cool. on you pops for the okay. first time we'll go easy right. we are live on the power of love show so if you're listening to us right now thank you for checking us out later on in the show we're going to open up the phone lines uh, we have a phone number of 323-203-0815 Again, it's 323-203-0815. We also have Twitter open. Todd, you want to give the Twitter handle? Sure. The Twitter handle is at DDJ Foundation. Okay. Um, we'll do the other social stuff. I think we should get right for Do you guys want to say anything important with your week before we get going? Nothing really happened for mine except... Spurs losing two tough games. Yeah, that, that first game was horrible. Tough. All right. Any, anything important? Uh, you want to move on from that? No, it's just there's, uh, it's not, nothing you could talk about. I give up. Unfortunately, like, I thought it was a dirty play if anyone was it, watching. It, it did look a little bit. Well, well that's another time. Let, what, you got anything for us, Terry? Um, baseball update. What's going on in baseball? Uh, my 12 players became 11. You lost a player? I lost a player. How did you lose a player? Um... I guess one of the parents decided that it was best for the, the child. Did you know that, Pops? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, one of my players, uh, I, don't, I don't say he quit. I like to say that the parents removed him because I don't think it, it was his decision to, to leave. But it was, it was the parents' decision to um, remove him from the team. Pops, you yes. coached us. Yes, I did. All three of us. Yes. <clears throat> were we, first of all, were we good... Uh, I don't want to say students, but good teammates, good players, good players. Not really in the skill aspect, but how how were we as as players? Well, did we give you a hard time? You as didn't a give, coach? No, you didn't give us a hard time. You know, you hated to lose, but uh, you loved winning. You guys, <laughs> competitive. Yeah, you were competitive, but you were pretty good. What was uh, Taj get down on this itself? Sometimes. Taj was hard. Taj was tough. Uh, Taj like Bryce. What was the hard? Slinging this bat. <laughs> yeah. What was um? <laughs> what was the toughest part about coaching? Well, dealing with parents. Yep. It's just like that. And Terrell, your experience. Yep. For the first time. Yep. I've heard that answer many Why? times, and it's my first year experiencing it. What is it about dealing with parents, Bob? Well, they don't understand. 
in order for your son to progress, it takes more than just the hour of practice or the hour of the game. You have to work with your kid as well, and you have to work with him and take him to the batting cage and throw balls and pitch balls and work with him. And don't expect, if you don't work with him, don't expect him to be Babe Ruth or, 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 or Willie Mays and one of these great players when he get to the little league field, you know, because you, you don't work with him. So uh, they expect a lot of out of the little children and uh, and they and they kind of have to put the blame somewhere. Yeah, well, they I think a lot of them live their lives through their children. Mm. Mm. That too. Yep. Um So that was kind of what you had to go through, Terrell. Well, <clears throat> I'm a little sick too, by the way. So sorry if I sound crazy. It's okay. But um, my thing is, is that it for me, coaching is is a lot of fun because I love the sport of baseball. But I'm really trying to teach them life lessons. You know, it's more than just showing up. Yeah. I'm trying to teach them responsibility. That's I'm right. trying to teach them how to cope with losing, with winning, you know, sportsmanship. I'm trying to teach them um, responsibility of making sure they got all their equipment when they leave. Um, I'm trying to teach them teamwork. I'm trying to teach them all those things. And a lot of these kids nowadays, they just show up. And, you know, some of the parents, they, they baby their kids a little bit. Um I'm I'm coaching six, five and six year olds, which is one thing. But now I'm also coaching eight and nine year olds, which is yeah. a completely different thing. So you got parents always wanting to come in the dugout, and you know it's just really it's a challenge. Yeah, parents come in the dugout. Yeah, I don't understand. Wow. Well, it's like um, you know the parents don't go to school every day with their kids. Yeah. You know, and and for me, it's like you can't <laughs> you can't have your child go through life thinking that they're going to be under a certain you know situation a, a boss or, or a person of authority or a teacher they're not always going to have the same type of rules that you have so you got to teach your children to adjust and to respect and to follow that and you got to co- you got to trust your coaches what or you, whoever's in that position what do you yes. say about that Pop? I, to- I totally agree I know with, you agree uh, with me Terrell because the same experiences I had uh, coaching little league with the parents that kids strike out and they see the parents see the kid crying going to the dugout and the next thing I know <laughs> yep, the, the yep. mother's in the handing them a napkin it's okay honey you Wait, know what are you doing in here come on be all right be all right let it <laughs> yeah you know yeah so yes I can under- I can agree 100% but I, I got a great team I got a great team Todd you're pretty quiet over there no, I'm just listening. You're just listening. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, he was one of those kids. <laughs> I was one of, I, I, I'm on both sides because I was one of those kids, but I also coached a little too, so I understand both dynamics. But yeah, I mean, I was super hard on myself. I actually, it wasn't until after high school that I actually started really just enjoying the game because I was just I I was so hard. I like the weight of the world was on my shoulders basically, mm. and I would check st- stats all the time. And then it wasn't until I actually. St- left high school and then I was like I'm just going to have fun playing and actually you know if I strike out I strike out and Pops. and it's a different way he had a tough time losing Taj oh would, my God. Taj would get upset oh he's slinging he was the worst bad. out of us three right yeah yeah he was, yeah. He was. but well, I was I was but here um I wouldn't get upset at other people. I get upset at myself. Oh yeah, it was all at itself. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I we was, had high expectations for you. I, you always yeah. wanted to hit a home run. Yeah, I had. I was down on myself. I didn't like go after other players. It was all about me because I expect a lot from myself. Yeah, which you should. You know, there's that's no reason funny. to strike out. There really isn't. 
Even today, <laughs> there's no reason. Well, we are not licensed therapists. We're just ordinary people who have experienced loss and grief, and we're mm. trying to share our experiences and what we've learned about loss and grief and how to overcome and navigate <coughs> through it and how to, how to you know, be a, a positive, get some positivity back in your life. So that's what we're doing here. We're just sharing our input, our sharing our output. How would you say that, Taj? I, I want to say input or output. Okay, we're just sharing our, our advice. We're giving our input. We're giving our guidance to help we're you uh, get through life in a more positive way. If you think you need professional help, please seek and find professional help. Don't just rely on us. Um, a couple of us are pretty intelligent, but not all of us. Just playing with you guys. I love all my brothers and father. We're all good. But, all right, so what do we want to talk about? Um, I want to talk, for me, now that I have Pops, you know, right next to me, because uh, this, just in terms of, like, loss and grief and all that stuff um, and hope, you, you came from Gary, Indiana. Yes, I did. Yeah. Uh, I know you were young, you know, when, when you left, but at the same time, that neighborhood and that area at that time, and I don't know what it's like now, but in terms of, I think your dad and mom had a big picture in terms of wanting to get you away from that, getting away from the crime and the drugs and, and keeping you disciplined and, and stuff like that. Did you know that as a kid, what they were doing in terms of making you practice? And, you know, because most of your quote-unquote childhood friends, I mean, they're not no longer here in terms of in Gary. Well, when I was a young man, you know, um, my father was a strict man, you know, and uh, he basically uh, kept a close eye on the, the older boys especially. And... Um, he basically uh, uh, was very strict in the sense that he would go to work and make sure that we had plenty of chores to do or what have you. But I never thought it was to, to groom us to be the men we are today or to have the responsibility. I've always thought it was just that he didn't want us to play with <laughs> other kids. you know. But now that I look back on all the great things that he did, because one thing I've always said in all all of my interviews is my father didn't prepare me to be a kid he prepared me for life because your childhood is only so many years of your life then after that you're a man forever so I feel that my father prepared us uh, guys for life that's great Pops how, how old were you when you left Gary I was approximately about 14 around 14 yes when you were leaving Gary how'd you feel were you sad were you excited I, well I was happy in a great way. I knew I would see my friends again. You did? Okay. <clears throat> but just, I'm sorry, guys. Um, but just, just from what Pops' story, what he was just saying, I think that happens with, I think that's the case with all children. You never, you never understand. You do a lot of things in life. Your parents teach you, and it makes no sense while you're doing it. But as you get older, you learn, you know, the reasons why they had you do certain things. And um, you appreciate it later. Yeah. 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 Because for me, what I think is amazing is just um, people that are in a certain situation and they're like, oh, you know, I can't do anything because look where I'm at. You know, look where I, I'm in blah, 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 uh, Gary, Indiana. You know, what, what hope do I have to get out of that or to, to expand, you know? Mm -hmm. 
And some people don't want to, but I'm just saying in terms of like, your dreams aren't limited in that way. And, and we're talking to someone that... Yes, yeah, that besides uh, us, the guys, we had very big dreams as well. You know, my father recognized the talent in his sons at a young age, but we, I think we wanted to be celebrities, entertainers, mm -hmm. just as bad, really bad, because we, we really admired that. Who, who pops was it that you guys wanted to be like the most? Anyone, whether it was The Temptations, James Brown, anyone that was in that show business, Jackie Wilson, Isley Brothers, anyone that was popular and, uh, and make it successful music and records. Now, I have another question. As far as rehearsing. Yes. Because I know you guys had to rehearse probably every day. Every day. All day. Who, was there someone in the group that made sure you guys rehearsed all the time and was excited, was like, come on guys, it's time to rehearse? Was there a schedule? Was it a set time? Was it grandma? Who was it? Well, my father was my father. Uh, he would uh, have the amplifiers uh, set up and the microphone set up. So when we get, got home from school, that's the first thing we did. We rehearsed for a little while. And then we would pack up the equipment into the Volkswagen van and head over to Chicago or whatever, do our show, do our four or five sets and our homework and all that, and get home about two in the morning and go to school the next day. What Was there a leader in the band? A leader? When you, yeah, when you guys were rehearsing, was there someone that was kind of handing out the notes? And It was my father. My father did everything, basically. He was, he uh, yeah, he was uh, on top of the job. That's great. If you guys ever experienced a setback, whether it was a loss of a of a a, a competition or even a loss of an instrument, how did you guys recover from that? Were you guys more like nothing's going to keep us off our path? Or was that Grandpa's doing? Were well, I remember when we were kids, uh, like you guys mentioned earlier in the program that. Uh, Gary is not known for his love and peace of a Malibu or whatever, you know, but we were having a performance at a wedding, I believe, or something, a memorial hall, and we were bringing in our equipment, and uh, the, the guys decided, some uh, gangsters decided to just take the equipment and march in with our equipment and take it out from our hands. Do you remember this vividly? Yes. Yes, How old are you wow. here? Well, I must have been about 11, 10, 11. So these yeah. guys came and literally took instruments from Jack, your hand? Yeah, we, yeah, we carrying our guitars and our mic stands and our, you know, little things. And my father's helping out. And they just took it from us to get into the place free. You know, like uh, my father told them to give it back, and they refused to. And they, one thing led into another, so we actually saw our father get pretty uh, brutalized. Wow. Really? Wow. Oh, yeah. I never heard that story, Pop. Yes, yes. So, at, and with you being 11 and, and younger brothers under you, I would think something like that could be traumatic to the point where you guys may have been turned off to do it because you may be linked, linking that kind of situation to your father getting up or whatever. Well, we were we were very worried about it, uh, him, if he was okay or whatever. But he told us uh, while he was rushed off to the hospital, he told us to go and do a good show and that he, I'm going to be okay. 
this whole thing. So we went in and did our performance just the same. Wow. Wow, never heard that story. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Wow. Had, had, was that just a one-time thing or were there other incidents? Not where it got violent, but other type of setbacks that you guys overcame? Um, besides uh, uh, losing our brother Michael. Mm. No, I'm, I'm saying as, as youngsters. And Gary. Not that I can recall. It was pretty smooth. It was pretty smooth, TJ. Uh, we enjoyed that in childhood, whether it was baseball or music, mm-hmm. or just playing with the kids in the neighborhood. I'm going to ask you another question. Because you've all had to make sacrifices. Obviously, you guys became huge names and, and huge figures for, for really everyone, not just black people, but everyone. Um, did you ever, I don't want to say... Did you ever regret it? Did you ever feel that you missed out on a better life or, or anything like that? Well, sometimes uh, I, I, I feel that I may have missed something, but when I think of what it is that I missed, I really didn't miss anything at all because I'm having more fun than I ever had as a kid, you know, and, and I get to choose the fun I want to have and how I want to have it, so it's... Uh, the type of sacrifice that you don't mind taking it for the reward of life. Mm-hmm. Got to travel, got to see things. Exactly, that. travel. You know, I remember being a kid, and these kids are talking about, you know, going to camp and doing these things and going to Hawaii this year and this and that. And But I come back and say, you went to Hawaii? That's great. You know, I went to Australia, I went to Africa, then we went to Europe. We went all over the place, <laughs> you know, and not only that, we got to see a lot of the wonders of the world as mm-hmm. kids, so we would go back to the class and share it with the classroom and that whole thing. So uh, these kids who were going to school with us, uh, uh, I don't think we really missed anymore. We actually got the opportunity to, to uh, experience more, mm-hmm. I would say. Mm-hmm. Now, Pops, when you guys were first starting, I'm sure there was a lot of jealousy, a lot of people teasing you, saying you guys wouldn't make it. Um, you know, kids, you're wasting your time, these kind of things. Yes. What, can you remember a specific turning point when the city, um, when, the, when the people started rallying behind you and they started, you know, feeling a part of the group and were cheering you on and wanted you to make it? And well, we have friends in uh, our neighborhood, people like Johnny Ray Nelson, who's always been our, <laughs> our biggest uh-huh. fan. You know, we used to dance for cookies for him. <laughs> you know, he used to ask us to do a dance or something. We asked him, well, you got any cookies? <laughs> so he, he'd go to his kitchen and get some cookies and pass them through the chain link fence and that we are doing our little show for Johnny Ray Nelson. But then we had the other ones, like I won't mention her name, but she uh-huh. lived across the street and her initials are BW. And uh, she used to tell us, you Jackson, shut up in that house. You're making all that noise. Y'all ain't going anywhere. Really? Wow. Yeah, she, she was, we were kids. She was actually teasing us. Uh-huh. You know, as a kid, I don't think she meant it with all her heart. And being an adult today, especially, it's just kids teasing each other or whatever you want to call it. But uh, I've always said, uh, like, uh, um, 
like my father used to get upset because I used to sneak the guitar out the closet, but he ain't mad at me no more. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's one of those things. Right. So, uh, yeah. What was going through your head, Pops, when when you got caught? Well, I was going through my head. Well, let me just set it up we real should, quick. Yeah, we should set it up. Do you want to set it up? Let Pops set, set it up. It up. He, he yeah. says, tell, tell, tell the story. Tell the story. Yeah. With the guitar, started. how it started, with the string. Oh, uh, my mother used to, uh, my father played blues every uh, weekend with his brother, Uncle Luther. And uh, I would used to sit there and stare at the, uh, his fingers and just stare at him, wishing I can do that and this and that. But he had a strict rule about his guitar. He used to tell Jackie and Jermaine and myself, when I go to work, don't none of you boys touching my guitar here. I'm putting it in the closet. Don't mess with it. <laughs> Being a kid, of course, I was hard-headed. And uh, I used to play it, and my mother let me do it. So she let me play the guitar for a long time, and I started playing get the music and the whole thing, and I broke a string and didn't know how to fix it. And um, we didn't know what to do, and she told me, don't worry, she'll talk to him. But my father came home. He was pretty upset about it. He buzzed my butt and uh, then sat me down and said, put the guitar in my lap and said, show me what you know. And uh, I started playing. I was crying and playing, and he said, Kate, this boy can play. He said, I told you, Joe. He, he really, really likes the instrument. So my father gave me the guitar and bought himself another one. That's and cool. he said, I want you to learn all the songs on the radio you can. And that's what I started doing, learning songs on the radio, playing My Girl and It's Your Thing and all these things. And uh, me and Jackie and Jermaine were singing uh, backgrounds like the Isleys and that whole thing. So th so you would be playing the songs and, and you, Uncle Jermaine, and Uncle Jackie would be like be a singing. little trio. Exactly, exactly. Pops, did they ever, did they ever play the guitar? No, I, I taught Jermaine how to play uh, bass from the bass guitar. Afterwards? Yeah. From so the, did they ever see you playing the guitar when you oh, weren't supposed oh, to? Oh, yeah, yeah. And they what knew. would they say, like, why are you doing that? You're going to get caught? No, they didn't, they didn't care. They, they knew I was playing stuff that I was hearing on the radio, trying to figure it but out. They were, but they weren't taking any but chances. But they, they wasn't taking those chances, <laughs> especially, especially <laughs> Uncle Jermaine. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> great. So, Pops, I was more worried about Michael Martin possibly telling. Uh, <laughs> they were younger and they, they yeah, may tell. Yeah, who knows. <laughs> but funny. everybody was cool about it. Pops, what was your first, what was your first real dose of loss, of losing someone or something of, of incredible value? Your wow. first experience. It was very sad, very sad, a lot of sadness lose loved ones, relatives, friends, mm -hmm. you know, and you have to realize that's part of the cycle of life, but uh, it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My first experience of that, I can't recall, because it's been so many years since uh, I lost, um, like, grandma, uh, mm. you know, and my great-grandmother, that you know, so I, I can guess, and I, I'm not. I'm just going to take a guess because the first time for me where I saw you feel like, or I felt like you had to deal with a significant loss that was very close and tough mm -hmm. for you, mm -hmm. was uh, Tony. Yeah, that, that was very tough too. Losing my uh, 
because he was like your best friend, right? He was my first cousin and my best friend. So that was that was devastating, and it happened overnight. And I think that's that's even worse. Sudden. This sudden death is really bad because it's not supposed to happen. If someone's sick and you can live with them and you can prepare yourself and that whole thing, it doesn't make it easier, but it makes it a little softer, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but sudden death is very hard mm-hmm. because I've lost a lot of great close friends sudden you death. Have, so, huh? You have, You yes. have. That's one of the things I, why I was happy that you're on the show because, you know, I, I think I've told you this, but you're probably one of the strongest people I know because of the closeness you've lost a lot of close people to you and you're still who you are and I, I admire that about you Pops I really do because Thank you. you've gone through I mean so many tragedies a lot of friends I've lost and mm-hmm. loved young. ones yeah lost yeah. Young too. yeah and, and it's just it, it really is I really do admire you for that cause well, thank you son you're showing your son strength through it, and you're a good role model in that way for us. Yeah, thank you. Where did your your love of fishing come about? From my father. You know, I've always wanted to be my father. Everything I do basically <laughs> is from my father, you uh-huh. know. Uh, so he, he loved to fish? Well, he would take us fishing, and uh, I would go fishing. Johnny Ray, the next-door neighbor, the cookie man, that's what we call him. <laughs> the cookie man. Yes, uh, he would uh, take us and uh, myself, Jermaine, and Cookie Man, we would go fishing. And uh, Jackie would never want to go, but he'd be the first one at the dinner table to eat the fish. And my father said, boy, mm. you know, <laughs> yeah. put in the work. Get up. Yeah. <laughs> Terrell, did you, ever, did you ever fish or anything? With Pop? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember your experiences doing that? Yep. Yes, I did. Taj, do you? Yep. At Big Bear and... I remember uh, the worms going to the fishing oh, yeah. stop. I remember putting yeah. the worms on the hook. Oh, my gosh. You know, I was traumatized at a young age. You know, I don't think I... It, fishing wasn't that bad for me. It was it was, it was, was actually okay, and it was fun, because it was some, something we were doing with Pops. So I, I think I enjoyed it mm-hmm. until the part where I saw Pops in Big Bear when he was preparing the fish. <laughs> for dinner, yes. yeah, because he's so happy too. I, I remember, so happy. I remember the fit. I remember you, TJ, give me cutting that knife the fish over there. Yeah, when, oh, when, I saw sharp the, when I saw the fish's head on one side and the body on the on the other side, that was that was it. For, was for me, it was hard because it would be when we and I enjoyed the fishing part of it, but then <laughs> when the fish would you know get on the boat and they'd be flopping and you know and then yeah. all of a sudden slowly and pops would be so excited he's like We're, we have some dinner oh, this is good and, and I'd be so I'd try and I'd want to throw the fish back in you know that was the thing and I think we did at some time pops got upset he's like that's our food was 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 fishing like a a therapeutic thing for you? Yeah, it's therapeutic. You know, you're waiting all day for that little pole to jiggle. <laughs> yeah. You've always loved water and being around well, water, love, right? Yeah, I love just relaxing and sometimes. I remember. That's why I, I get relaxed that way. You turn my phone off and just relax. Remember uh, at Shasta, we went fishing. Remember that, Pops? Lake oh, yeah. Shasta? I remember everywhere. That's, that was the days where we uh, got the He Man characters. Remember mm. that trip? And I, I remember this because we were fishing, and I was using Pops's pole. 
in the poll. Do you remember the pops? You remember that? Yeah, it was an expensive poll. And uh, <laughs> I, I lost the fishing battle, and the pole went in the water. Yep. And pops couldn't swim. No. So uh, we lost the pole. That's amazing. Pops, do you do anything now? You may not even know it, but do you do anything now that's, that helps you relieve of any type of stress or, or any situations you're going through? I still fish. You do? Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. I mean, I, I could assume you still do, but I didn't know you still yes. actively do. Yes, I was fishing last week. Good. Mm-hmm. You still enjoy it the same? Yeah. Yeah, even more. What do you enjoy more, fishing or building, like, mm-hmm. um, your cars and stuff like that? I probably enjoy the fishing part because it's like I said, it's relaxing. It's relaxing, and you can uh, basically just turn the phone off and just. I enjoy them both, though. Mm-hmm. They both are fun. They both are fun. It's interesting. Yes, fishing. Oh, I, I have a couple of friends that really enjoy fishing too, and they always talk about you and wanting to go out fishing with you. Oh, really? Um, and I always feel bad for you, Pops, because you got three boys that just don't. Not at all. You didn't no. want to do any mechanic stuff. You didn't like to get your fingers. I did. We did. Trip. I did the mechanic stuff. I did the. I built a RC car. I know. Yeah, I he did the that. car. I yeah. Would stick with it, but <laughs> the that, salt, was, that was good. <laughs> I think it was. Well, you know year. what? You know what Every bothered me about that? I'm gonna tell you. Package. I'm gonna tell you what <laughs> what lost me on that. Because I was there almost every day after school in the garage with you, working on this car, building it from scratch, right? Yes, we did. And we got it all the way to the end, the salt. It was a gas-powered one. Uh So I remember when I finished it, we made it run, and it ran for like 10 minutes. And then it was done. And I was like, all of this work, and, (laughs) and it only goes for 10 minutes, and then you had to charge it, and then you had to wait, and all this. Just too much work. And then the other side, you, you were trying to get us into airplanes, building the airplanes. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And what lost me on that was, son, you got to be very careful. This thing right here could cut your finger off. <laughs> Once you said that, <laughs> see, Pops, I remember you saying that to me. Once you said that to me, that was not an option. I was not messing with no propellers, no nothing. Right? Uh, yeah. Isn't that what you said? You yeah. said this could, this could cut your finger off if you're not paying attention. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? This is not for me. You have to be careful. Yeah. But you love those things, Pops. Well, I've never been scared of blades and things like that. Safety is very important to learn that. Very handy. You know, safety is just as important as the project, you know. So out of all of those things, what were your favorite? The the cars, the boats, the airplanes, the helicopters? Because you flew them all, or the remote control things. My most fun was... Actually, the baseball. I enjoy the baseball, you know, uh, coaching and mm. hanging out with you guys and, you know, just traveling around, going to the games, you know, uh, the competition of uh, the other teams and, and <laughs> fathers and teams. And it was just a lot of fun that didn't seem Yeah, there's a lot of memories. A lot good, of memories. It's a good little escape for you, I bet. With yeah, the, I, everything yeah, and I got to hang it. You know, my life was pretty much planned by my own plan. I knew I would have, you know, children at a young age so I could grow up with them. So if I had sons, I, I could still play ball with them or what have you. So I played ball with you guys a long time. If you still had a team, I would be playing with you right now. But uh, still hit the ball. <laughs> can you run still? Of course. Yeah, he can run. Uh, we need to get the team back together. Yes. You know, one of the things I love about Pops is, is 
a lot of people see him as Tito Jackson from the Jackson Five. But but obviously, pops, you're still you're you're from Gary. I'm from Gary. You're from Gary, Indiana. That Gary, never leaves Indiana. you. Like so I remember my one of my All Star games. I was pitching on the mound, and a fight broke up, broke out in, at Encino. You remember that, pops? Long time. It was ago. a big fight. Uh, both sides were fighting. It was an All Star game, so it was some other some other city was fighting with some of the Encino parents. And um, I didn't know it at the time at the mound, but after the game, I was hearing how pops was in there breaking everything up. So I thought that was funny because a lot of people thought you would be running away from that. No, I, but you, uh, I, I, pretty I much don't, I don't it. like violence, you know, and I just felt that uh, someone was getting taken advantage of. That's all. Yeah. So uh, it was myself and my good friend Tony Jackson, my first cousin. Right. Yes. You guys broke up the fight. That's cool. Yeah. Pops, Grandpa was big into boxing, right? Yes, he was an amateur boxer. Yes. Oh, I didn't know he actually boxed himself. Yes, he did. So, I know you like watching boxing too, not to the same level as Grandpa. But what makes what makes it? I mean, maybe I'm. You used to have you guys box too. Yes, we used to box all the kids in the neighborhood because uh, he wouldn't let us hang out with him, but he just wanted the other kids to know that we we can fight just like you. <laughs> don't don't mess a, with us. Was that a protection thing? Yeah, it was a protection. Yeah, protection thing. Yeah. Do you mind taking phone calls, Pop? Uh, no problem. All right, let's see who we have. We're going to take a phone call. Who do we have with us on the line? Uh-oh. Wrong button. Who do we have with us on the line today? Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. I was calling. I was calling because I cannot believe I get to speak to Tito Jackson again. <laughs> I met you. I was a teenager back in 1989, and you came to Dallas to the Tom Jr. Morning Show, uh-huh. and I got to meet you and Jackie. You were at the show, and I was like, "Oh!" I said, "No." Well, all the girls my age were liking your audition. I was the hugest Jackson fan. I mean, I had all the buttons. I still have some of the album covers that was on my wall, and I was like, everybody thought I was crazy. I'm like, why would you like Tim? I was like, because you guys were cool. I just, I just wanted you to know I was a true Jackson fan. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> so for it was, that. it's nice to actually talk to you again after all these years. Yeah. I talk to your son well, when I, I call in, but also too, I just wanted to apologize to people like you and Cheryl who are coaches. I'm one of those parents. I do that, <laughs> except mine is with dance. <laughs> I am one of those dance moms that think, why is my child in the front? Why she didn't do this? <laughs> but I am sort of hearing it now from your side to see how you guys, the other side, in other words, the coaching side or the dance teacher yeah. side, I guess as parents, we want uh, the best for our kids. Absolutely. So we think we're doing the best. So sometimes, like you said, we need to step back let them gain some independence and mm-hmm. let you guys handle it. That's probably why I don't have yes. any sons. I don't know what <laughs> yes. I can find, but I'd be all on the still trying to throw the ball at you. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was nice calling and talk to you guys again. I just wanted to say hi to Tito because, like I said, I met him all those years ago. It's funny. I get to talk to him again. Thank you again. So man. thank you. Thanks so much thanks for your call. Take care. Thank okay, you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Cool folks. That's really cool. I like how she... Uh, she admitted that she was <laughs> one of those type yeah. of parents. And it is understandable. You want to try to protect it's and tough. get the it's best tough. for your kids. Well, it's very tough because I, 
I understand that's their kid and they love their kid the best, but sometimes you gotta let go of their hands and let them learn things on their own or let someone else teach them things. Because uh, hearing it from a coach, sometimes they grasp it a little faster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, that's a good thing. You and, know. and also, the and thing then, like you were saying, you're teaching them responsibility. Yeah. Get your things. Pick up your glove. It's in the middle of the walkway. It's the same thing applies at home. If they leave their shoes out in the middle of the floor, the parents are telling them to move them or whatever. So they become in the habit of knowing, I can't leave my glove in the middle of the walkway so the other players can trip over. I can't leave my shoes in the middle of the floor. Mm -hmm. So all those things hand and glove to each other. So coaching is very experienced. It's just not about teaching the kid the game. It's teaching them to win together and to lose together mm-hmm. as a team, mm-hmm. as a group, whether you work for a law firm or you're in an operating room or you're working as a bank teller or a bank personality or whatever. You know, you win together and you lose together as, as a team. And that's the model that we try to carry in our music as the Jacksons and the Jackson Five. That's that, cool. That's, that's really cool, Pops, because just, you he- just hearing you say that, I noticed... Um, it's, it, it is a team, no matter what you do in life. That's right. Whatever position you have, you don't make it there by yourself. You sure don't. And and I notice, um, I mean, not to toot our, toot our own horn or anything, but when we do interviews, you know, we thank pretty much everybody that's in that room, whether it's a cameraman. And I remember we just did something last week, and I asked what time we're shooting, and the guy was like, you know, ask them in that room. We're just the small people, you know, and that that – he didn't mean anything by that, but it bothered me. I was like, no, you're important too. You're behind the cameras and you're setting That's up right. the lining. So it's like, it's that whole team concept, you know? Exactly. And and it's unfortunate a lot of people just don't respect that and, and they don't learn that. They don't play those uh, to that same thing. Um, I have a question for you, Pops, in, in, in that um, same area. How did you teach your sons? Because... You, you were at the height of your career when you had me and then Terrell and then TJ. How did you teach us to be humble? Like what in terms of that? Because that's something that a lot of people say about us and, and we did watch it from you. Well, but, I think it's yeah. a part of the DNA. I don't know. I, I have no idea. Uh, none of you guys are very, very much outgoing until you do your music. Trip. And that's pretty much the personality of the entire family. I don't know why, but uh, it's pretty much that way. But I, I love you boys, and I love the personality you have. And I've, I've always gotten very positive and great feedback on you and that whole thing. And I hear about other fathers that can't get sleep on the weekend. <laughs> their phone's ringing because little John or George is drunk or got in trouble <laughs> or a fight or was arrested. Funny, you know, not. I just thank you guys for being such wonderful sons. Well, thank you, Pops, Pops. Yeah. for, for yeah. putting that time into us and showing us mm-hmm. love and, and always being there for us. We, we have another phone call. Who do we have with us on the phone? Yeah, hello. Um, this is Toya. Hi, Toya. How are you? I'm fine. Do you know where, where I'm calling from, don't you? You're calling from France. Right? Yeah, that's exactly. So you see, you have a good memory today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know your your social media. Isn't it Toria from France? Yes, so that's, that's it. That's <laughs> <how> that's <laughs> <laughs> well, you have 3T and, and Papa T with, with, you, with you on the phone. Anything you want to yeah, ask that, him? 
That's nice. That is, um, it's nice to have you, Bobetti. Oh, thank you. Thank you for listening uh, in. I, I called because I wanted to let you know something. And I, I wanted to take this opportunity to to let him know, um, you know, what, what you achieved, you guys. Um, you know, since my first call to the show, um, I, I got the chance to, to know and to, to talk to wonderful and supportive people of all ages on Twitter and from all around the world. And we, we simply became friends. And I don't know if you see it, but there is a real uh, support community on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And that's thanks to you guys. You, you build it. Yes. And I, I just wanted you to know it. Toria, that is so sweet. And, and that's what, you know, we don't know who we're going to affect or touch, but we do know if we build some type of infrastructure or community where everyone can help each other out, you know, what you're going through, someone else is going through, you know, so you may relate with them way more than you relate with me, Taj or Terrell. So that, that's been our biggest aim with this radio show um, and the whole Dee Dee Jackson Foundation is to build that community to help everyone. Because we're all going to deal with loss, all different types of loss at different points of our life. So if we can just build a community where we can we can support each other, that's what it was all about. So hearing you say that is is beautiful to hear, and and we thank you for your support and and contributing. Oh, you're, you're welcome. Thank you. You, you know, uh, you dedicated so much time and work to do that. So I thought it was fair for you to know what you achieved with this show in few months. In your intro, you always say that the purpose of the show is, is to build a community of support, and, and I guess you achieved it. Awesome. So you yeah. just, I wanted to say that you can be proud of yourselves, and I'm 100% sure that both of your parents uh, are proud of you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much, Toria. So sweet. Take care of yourself. You're okay? welcome. Have a good okay, night. Okay, bye. All right, bye bye. bye bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. It was a sweet call. Pops, I, I want to. Um, ask you a few questions and just just answer them quickly okay they're gonna be quick ones um favorite jackson five song i want you back <laughs> favorite jackson song the jacksons uh we can change the world <laughs> <laughs> that's what you did okay favorite michael jackson song billy jean baby favorite janet jackson song well nasty used to be my song but I like Damn Baby. <laughs> yeah? Yes. Um, how about Jermaine Jackson? Let's Get Serious. Is your favorite. Um, favorite favorite uh, tour? Jackson's tour. Um, I would have to say, can I say two? Yeah. Sure. Triumph Tour and the Victory Tour. Why? Because they were both a lot of fun and very exciting. Um, favorite Jackson moment? Favorite Jackson 5 moment? Being most memorable. Most memorable is being inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's great. Um, favorite Jackson's moment? Because there's a difference between the Jackson five. Uh, Jackson's moment, the Victory Tour. Okay, and then do you have a favorite moment, Jackson's, not music related, just family related, as brothers, as family? Yes, one in the city baseball tournament. Really. <laughs> That's great. Yes. Okay. Uh, when was that? When you guys were young. That that's with the the, the with the, um, uh -huh. Magic okay. Johnson and them pops. We beat everybody. We beat the I remember city that. of L.A. That was big. I remember that. Uh -huh. You guys had a good team. Yeah, we traveled too. Uh, favorite 
favorite um, proud moment of this whole thing? Three T moment. Favorite proud three T moment. Uh, actually, I think it was in France. Which? Wh- <laughs> Why are you so, smiling so big? Uh, <laughs> what happened? Well, this guy was selling merchandise. Sweden. Uh, that, that's what. That's that Sweden. Was, that's Sweden. Sweden. No, well, At the Globe. I thought that was a good show, and uh, you guys did very well. Are you talking about the merchandise thing? Yes, that, that, that city. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was in the same city? Yes. So that incident happened to be your favorite? Jet 3 t-shirt. Gotcha. <laughs> I didn't know That's that. funny. Yeah. What there was a bootleg guy yeah. selling merchandise. And Pops was very protective of his boys, and, and he didn't that like was the a pop, fact that. That was a Papa Joe moment, I think. Yeah. Because I remember what you said. You it said that. It was a that. terrible moment. <laughs> no, you said you said they did that to me. They're not going to do it to my sons. And I remember you saying that. Yeah, that was a pop, Papa Joe moment, protecting your boys. Pops, what um, what's your favorite three T song? Anything, Anything. the very first one. But you know what? Uh, I like Guilty too. This this is by the way. This is where you get this from. Why are you both leaning back? Yeah, look we're at them both. both in we're yeah, we're comfortable. Yeah. Well, we're doing the show here. Lean in the mic. We're comfortable. Yeah, look at that. Hundreds and thousands of just chilling too much. Leaning back like yeah, there's no mic issue. I should know this. Get in the mic. We're Teriyana. My voice is loud and low, so you can pick it up pretty easily. Um, I got I got another one. Favorite favorite our family favorite moment. Not not music related. Favorite, like most memorable thing, a trip. Uh, I like when we used to go to Big Bear. That was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, the, with the snow and the, the ATVs mm-hmm. and that whole thing. We used to go to Gorman. Remember that? And, and ride in the dirt. Yep. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know that. You had us riding those ATCs young. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Taj got his at seven. I got mine at five. Yeah. 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 Because I remember the helmets. Yeah. He had a seven and I had a five. Yeah. That's well, young. We we have five minutes. I got one for Bryce too. A helmet? Oh man. No, a motorcycle. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Huh? No, I don't think I should give it to him though. No. Right. One of those toy things. Pops. I'm gonna ask you a question. Tough question. Sure. How are you doing with Uncle Michael's passing? Well, my Uncle Michael will always be constantly on my mind. Uh because uh he was such a great great brother to me and uh, one thing I used to always say to people when you lose someone uh, there's moments that you think of them uh, certain occasions come up or certain moments or things happen in your life that you may have been a certain place with this person and you're thinking of them but for me uh, every day I get someone giving me condolences so it's one of the, my brother was very famous. So people, of course, people come up to me, I'm sorry about your brother, your loss, and this and that. So he's he's thought of all the time. Mm-hmm. That's not the reason he's thought of, but uh, it's brought up to me all the time. So I have accepted that, that I wasn't the only person that loved my brother mm-hmm. dearly. The world loved him. And, and I think we've even talked about that, that, you know, we've lost obviously everyone from mom to friends, mm-hmm. and the tough. Obviously, Uncle Michael was a huge part of our lives. But the tough, I think the tough thing with Uncle Michael is you're always, he's always in our thoughts. Oh yeah, because of on the music, even, on um, for what we do mm-hmm. as musicians. Um, yeah. you could see his video. You could see his, uh, someone wearing his shirt. You can hear his name on the radio. You can hear his name in the news. 
and like you said someone will come up to you and express their condolence mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's it's a very tough it's a different type of tough to to get yeah. through yes it you is know? and by uh but one thing i must say by him being so popular and seeing him so frequent uh, on the tv or hearing his songs on the radio it give a, a, a you some sense of um, of him, his spirit. You feel that, that there's life still yeah. there, you yeah. know. And uh, uh, I didn't see my brother as much as uh, we had seen each other as the Jackson Five, because of course he was busy. I was busy, so sometimes it feels like he's on tour, mm-hmm. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But uh, then when you sit down and really think of it, and you haven't seen him in a long time, you, it hits you and course you grieve again mm. um i want to talk about you know you have uh some new music out sure. as well <laughs> yes That's by the way very exciting pops i'm very very proud of you yeah, I, got that in my, I got that in my car pops I'm, what's that i got one cd slot in my car i got and tito time in there oh, you're occupied right. you made I, the cut i gotta say i'm i mean uh, to say impressed is probably the wrong way because then it seems yeah. like I had low standards. But mm-hmm. I'm very pleasantly proud of you, and I think you really did a great job. Uh, we, you know, we worked on four to five of the songs, so mm-hmm. we knew those songs. But uh-huh. a lot of the songs we hadn't heard before, uh-huh. and I, I got to say, I love them, Pops. You oh, did such you. a great job, yeah. and I'm so thank proud you. of you, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. One-way yeah, streets, streets, my one and, way streets, my and jam. anyone that's listening, <laughs> please spread the word about Papa T's. Um, Tito time. Tito time. It's it's incredible. It really is. I'm Thank you. And we well, need the support. I just released um, One Way Street as my second single. And that's my favorite. And that's it's my favorite. It's out right now, and you could purchase it on iTunes, of course, and Spotify and Google Play and other and they're, distribution. They're playing outlets. it right now. Yes, it's on the air, and uh, you can find it on the XM or Music Choice and on your Urban AC stations. And Let me ask you one more question. On the chart. Uh, I know you, Pops, I know this answer, but to answer it, what took you so long? Raising you guys. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. I wanted to be there for you guys. You know, I could have did this, like I just said. I just got home yesterday, and I came home because I had three or four days off, you know. And I'm getting ready to go right back uh, out there this Friday, and I'm going to stay out until I have to go to Canada. Then I'm going to Canada. From Canada, I'm going to Europe for a month. So, can you imagine doing that and having the Jackson Five too? Mm. You know, I wouldn't have never been home. Has been like uh, wouldn't been able to coach. Wouldn't have been able to coach that baseball. Yeah, yeah, and keep you knuckleheads mm-hmm. in line. <laughs> yeah, pops, you still enjoy it? You still enjoy doing the music? Oh yeah, it's part of me. I just love it. I wouldn't want to do anything in in life. It's such a beautiful experience, a beautiful job. It's stress free. It actually brings you joy. And, mm-hmm. and it's just something that's great. It's great. I love music. What is your favorite part about doing music? Is it the touring? Is it the creating? What is it? It's some of all of it. You know, I enjoy the the touring. I, I enjoy uh, uh, the, the the live shows. I enjoy the royalty checks. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy it all, you know. So it's a little bit all, but it, it takes a lot of time. So there's a lot of creativity. A lot of um, patience and uh, uh, studying and just a lot of time. It takes a lot of time to make a record. And lastly, is there anything you do differently now than you did back then in the music 
related to music? Do you have a different approach? Do you have a different mindset? Do you appreciate it more? Do you enjoy it differently? Well, it's, it's quite different because I come from the era when they only had like eight tracks. So, you know, you had to put all your music on eight recording tracks. Now you have unlimited tracks. And the way you guys record today compared to the way we recorded mm-hmm. is totally different. <laughs> I've experienced both. And I prefer the old school way because I feel, musically speaking, I think the older, no, I know the older feeling songs have life in them. Mm-hmm. Where There's uh, a magic. Well, you can feel the life in it. You can feel the human feel of it. Where today is everything, it's Computer. so computerized and so perfect, it sounds that way. Yeah. Pops. We have to get going because it's already 1.53. Uh-huh. But I want to end with you maybe with 30 seconds of words of encouragement or words of inspiration. You've dealt with a lot of loss in your life. What do you do or what can you say to those who are struggling out there? What would you tell them? Well, what I do is I remember my loved ones and my friends and the light that I remember them and the, all the good times and the pictures and and the places that you have may been with them. I hold them dear. You know, I think of them constantly on their birthday and on special days and holidays or what have you. But uh, to sit around and just mope about it is, is not a good thing. You should seek some kind of professional help to help take you out of that depression. So um, try to get out and experience new things, new situations and be with other buddies or other family members and do something different and different in your life that'll help encourage you to carry on in life. And uh, like we were mentioning earlier in the program, we're all going to experience loss. And uh, it's, it's just part of life. But uh, just stay strong and love who you love because uh, without love we have nothing at all. So uh, just keep your spirit strong, and God bless everyone out there in, in the Internet land. Hmm. All right. Well, there you, you heard it from our father, our, our beloved father, Tito Jackson, who we're incredibly proud of. Even though we're his sons, we, we, um, we, we're fans of him. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, we love him like a pops, but we're also fans of him, and he, he impresses hmm. me every day, and every time I hear him talk... I just want you to know we love you, Pops, and I love you, and, and keep doing your thing. I love you, too. Now we're going to have a meeting 3T about music. <laughs> <laughs> we we're going to meet about it, but not right now because we got to go. All right? Well, thank All you right, guys Pops. so much. Pops, we thank love you, you and thank thanks you. for joining us. I love you guys out there. I'd like to say thank you. All right. Thank you for listening to The Power of Love. We are here to provide hope, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in their grief. Support for our Power of Love radio show comes from a variety of generous donors, including supporters from institutions, individuals, and corporations through the D.D. Jackson Foundation. D.D.J.F. is a nonprofit 501c3 organization.